Coopcast episode 11. You! Hey kooks, are you learning how to surf? Or wishing you could for 16 years like my guest Jules Sheehan? I didn't even realize it was 16 years. What? I didn't even realize it was that long. Yeah, well, I did the math quick. Um, <laughs> but do you know what a kook is? Well, there's many things that you can do to receive that label. Like when you disobey your surf instructor and paddle out in hurricane surf. You don't have to admit it out loud, but my guest Jules has no problem to. If you've ever cooped it, or just like to laugh when other people do, stick around. This podcast is just for you. You're probably realizing by now that us surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all nervous and wonder if you should quit surfing, because we all kook it at some point. So hang on to your surfboard and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one story at a time, and hopefully offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, from the Surf Coaching and Education Program, The Surf Continuum, where I work personally and virtually with all kinds of surfers to cultivate proper technique, fundamental skills, and education on how to read waves so you can surf for life. Um, basically one of, like, one of the things I always kick off with is how did you start surfing or what got you into it? Uh, I met, or I saw Kelly Slater on TV when I was eight and my dad's from Jersey and we were always in the water and I just wanted to go back home where New York was, but I looked around for like the best break and then ate home. When you were eight? Well, no, I saw Kelly Slater on TV when I was eight, but I couldn't move until I was like, older. Oh, right, right. So you, it took you until when to actually start trying oh, to surf? Oh, I guess I was 24. Jeez, so you knew you wanted to surf when you were eight. I've been watching surfing every day since I was eight. Really? Wow. <laughs> okay, so eight, 18, that's six years, 16 years that you've wanted to surf until you actually got to. Yeah, well, I mean, my parents would put us, like, well, me, my sister, more of a tanner. Um, and I would just take a board out and stuff, but oh, so you got to at least fast. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you at least got to try it. So tell me about your first. Tell me about the very first time you got your hands on a surfboard and you took it out into the ocean. <laughs> okay, I guess I found a board at my grandparents' house before uh, the hurricane and before. Hurricane. <laughs> yeah, like Katrina. So the house is not there anymore. But like, uh, yeah, we went out. Um, Coast Guard got me the current. Didn't go well. Oh, really? The Coast Guard had to go Yeah. Not the lifeguards, the Coast Guard? Coast Guard. <laughs> wow. And so you were just clinging to your board or like, yeah, tell the was... story, tell the story. My cousin told us not to go. And so we went <laughs> out anyway. My cousin Mikey and I, just, we couldn't get a wave. It just, we weren't anywhere near the spot. And I just, he started screaming. And then uh, I think we were like nine and seven. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, we're young. But kids. Yeah, he told us, my cousin told us not to go. She's like 10. <laughs> and uh, my, my sister was asleep. Uh, everyone was asleep. I don't, only one person knew about it, actually, the whole thing. We begged them not to tell, so hopefully. And so, you, like, the family never found out that the Coast Guard came and had to rescue you? Oh, my family? No. Really? No. Keep it on the load. Oh, do you know how many things happen to me? <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, all right, so that was your first time surfing when you were eight and nine. I don't know if you call that surfing, but... Well, I mean, that's, that's usually how people's first times go. I mean, listen to some of the other answers to that question, and you'll see, like, it's funny, yeah. People's first try at going out on a surfboard is pretty funny. Because you know what it is? When you saw surfing on TV, you see Kelly Slater riding waves. It's like, oh, I have to do that, like the riding the wave part. And people don't realize all the surrounding aspects of actually getting to that point. 
yeah. riding a wave is so much deeper. Understanding the lineup, how to get out there, how to time and position yourself to get that wave. I mean, you know, and that's just like a etiquette. few of the things. Yeah, all of that. That's just it's a so few of the things that go into learning how to surf so that you can ultimately be on that wave and ride it. Um, okay, so that was your first time. So I imagine there's a second and third time that's pretty funny um, too. Like how old were you? Or, or uh, Wait, you know what? I want to go back. The board that you found in your grandparents' Gosh, house. Yeah. What was that? Was it like it some was, old yeah. 60s longboard or something like that? Or a soft top or what? I haven't even thought about that. Uh, it was like definitely waterlogged. It's probably a hole somewhere. Fiberglass? No. It was a soft top? Yeah, but bad. Mm -hmm. I don't, it was it was crap, but it float. Oh, yeah. Floated? Floats. Floated? Floats. Floats. <laughs> Floater. Floater. So that's that's some maneuvers you're working on nowadays, right? Yeah, trying. Floaters, what else? Uh, cross-stepping is my main. Cross-stepping's your main goal right now. Right I've now. actually noticed that in the lineup. You're trying to cross-step. I am cross-stepping. Yeah, <laughs> alright. Fair enough. That's I go backwards and forwards without eating shit, like right away. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's good. Backwards is harder than forwards. That's why everyone always gets to the nose really? and falls. I did backwards first. Really? Well, you should. That's a, that's the way I well, teach. Not really on purpose. Well, shuffle first and then yeah, shuffling. Back. I think I think discovering like changing the trim on your board with your weight placement is the first key to like being good at cross stepping. You know, just understanding how when you shift your weight to different parts of the board, how it affects your board, and then with that awareness or like knowing how it's going to feel, you can more easily cross step, you know, and like get yeah. into this more unbalanced position, knowing how you have to stay balanced. But um, yeah, I always, I totally think that going back is the key first, because you need to learn how to control your tail or your surfboard from your tail and get into the right spot of the wave so that you can go forward and walk to the nose. Because if you do what all these beginners do, trying to cross step or walk to the nose, they do it, I'm sure you notice, they do it when they're getting to the shoulder of the wave and they're losing the wave. And yeah. so their instinct is to keep walking up on the board, stay with the wave, stay with the wave. In reality, that's actually the section where you should be walking back on your board and cutting back or going back to the pocket. And then you can walk forward on your board when you're actually in the sweet spot of the wave where you're going to be supported by that like power and flow and, and, and the pocket. Anyway, yeah, I like that. So working on going backwards first. Well, that just happened. Naturally, I don't know. I didn't like mean to go backwards first. Mm -hmm. I was just trying to. Well, did it make you realize? It hurts that... when you fall when you're <laughs> cross-stepping. Like, you're <laughs> twisted. Your legs. I don't know. I think mentally it was hard for me to do. Like I could do it on indoor board, backward and forward, but mm -hmm. surfboard, I just like eat shit right away. Yeah, well, indoor board has like one balancing direction, you know, like that forwards and backwards trim. But on your surfboard, on top of a wave that's like changing. Yeah. You know, like you have. It's more of like a four-way you know, balance. So there's definitely an, an element. I saw actually on Instagram recently, somebody did like, they kind of recreated that feeling by putting two of those indoor board logs, you know, the, the log that you roll yeah. on, they put one down and then a second one perpendicular so oh. that you actually had to balance both ways. You know what I mean? Even just like, like moved it? Yeah. Well, no, no. Like they were, their indoor board was on top of two that were oh, like, yeah, so one <laughs> one was so laid scary. down, and then another log on top of that laid the opposite way, like 90 degrees to the one below it, so that when you were standing on it, you were like doing this four-way balancing point, and it looked pretty gnarly. Can you do that? No. <laughs> I will. Actually, I've never tried. So I'm sure I could if I practiced. John would be a good one yeah, to see Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> John would be an expert. Um, so you, uh, you know how I met you? This is a funny story for me. 
the way I met you was that you had been taking lessons, a bunch of lessons, I think with John or even Kristen at Kristen. first. Yeah, it was Kristen. And I was coming down to the, the, the parking lot and you were laying in the lot, not on the beach, like half on the beach, half in the lot. And I was like, what is this girl doing? <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't remember like being a lot. I remember the, the beach on the side, but uh, I mean, <laughs> probably. That's so funny. I was so tired because uh, I just came for a surf. So I was sleeping in my car and that's, I think that's scary in my opinion. Like I don't like, well, who wants to see people walking past when you're sleeping? It's creepy. So <laughs> you're a girl at night, but. But I, you were, but you were in the on the lot. Wouldn't that be more? I was, I was just shot. Like I would surf my brains <laughs> off so I could sleep, so I wouldn't be creeped out, like sleeping in my car. That's so I would just like make sure I was like mentally and physically shot. And I didn't know anyone, so it didn't matter. Like, right, right. I would well, just surfing go find food in town and then like wake up again. Funny. And keep surfing. And uh, what year was that? When did you start like surfing was, out here? Uh, July two thousand thirteen. Oh, wow. End of July. Oh wow! So but I was coming out. Yeah. You've definitely gotten better a lot, like pretty quickly. I mean, that just goes to show, like surfing all the time, that's what makes you better at surfing. You know, just yeah. commitment to it. It's all I think about. Well, art. Art and surfing. Yeah. And, uh, but and. I watch, well, kind of watch surfing while I'm painting and stuff. Mm hmm. Where are you originally from? Uh, Albany, New York. Albany, New York. And, yeah. and, so, and that's, and from there, that's where you, like, saw Kelly Slater surfing? Yeah, well. I was, we were always around the ocean stuff, like, I have 45 cousins, mainly New Jersey and New York, so. Wow. Vacations, everyone's on the beach. How many aunts and uncles do you have? Uh, I don't know, like, <laughs> roughly 17 to 20, I'm You thinking. have 17 to 20 aunts and uncles, so that's That'll like be. your parents, your, both your parents, right? My dad's one of seven, my mom's only one of two, but. Wow, so seven, eight, nine, so you have nine aunts and uncles. Yeah. One of, se no, well, one of seven would mean that you have six aunts and uncles on that side. And we count like first and second cousins because everyone's like close. Oh, oh, I see. So that okay. probably does get confusing. Right, right. Like. Because 45 cousins is a ton, but not 45 I guess, first cousins. I guess first, maybe like 28. Do, do any of them surf? Um, <laughs> my cousin went to the World Surfing League thing, uh, the championship. The Founders Cup? Yeah, I was freaking out. I saw it on Instagram. I was so mad. She doesn't even surf. And she's like, it hurts my neck and my arms, it's too heavy. And I'm like, ah. And she's like, I don't even know why she's there. So jealous. But, but she she only watched, right? She didn't actually get no, to go. No, she only watched. Because um, they, oh, go ahead. Oh. Well, didn't didn't they offer, I, I don't remember, like, the details, but wasn't there, like, an opportunity for some of the people, the spectators, to surf in the pool? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if just got back from there. But. Oh, I want to go there so bad. Actually, I'm kind of more interested in the, the Waco or Waco, Texas wave pool. That one looks much more... Oh, yeah, more... no, I think that's the one he went to. Oh, really? Yeah, he just got back from there. Oh. Like, okay, that, that, that one looks more, like, realistic to me. Like, sets of waves, you know, and, like, they kind of all look a little different. I mean, I, I've only seen videos, you know, but it seems definitely to me more, like, uh, of, like, an accurate rep replica of the ocean. You know, not replica, but just, like, what the ocean does. Yeah. You know, like, every wave changes a little, and, like, the reverberations of the waves up the beach or against the pool wall, whatever, like, kind of affect the next waves and all those little dynamics. And the other so, one's just, like, straight pumping. Yeah, it's barrel, just, right? like, perfect perfection, almost where it's, like, boring. <laughs> I mean, not that I don't want to surf it. <laughs> I <laughs> no, will yeah. for sure be open-minded and give that long tube a try. Um, but, yeah, there's something appealing to me about that Texas one. 
I really like it. Uh, it looks really fun. Yeah. I die, but for you, it looks fun. <laughs> the I don't know. I think it's not that hard. I mean, maybe not not hard, but not dangerous. Why Why do you think you die? I don't know. Well, Kevin said he saw me get barreled at Big Rock uh, when the hurricanes, and I mean, I was aware that I was going through like a huge wave. He's like, you didn't look up. And I was like freaking out. And I was like, I was terrified. I'm like scared of heights. I don't want to like. Oh man, <laughs> but you gotta look. If you're in the tube, okay, next time you're in the tube, I was tube, just like Jules, focusing. Okay, yes, focus, absolutely. But you need to know where to direct your focus. When you're in the tube, you should be looking up at the lip line, just ahead of the section you're in. Watch it like kind of preparing to fall. And you want to be just below that. Don't let yourself drift down too low because then you're going to meet the lip where it impacts that trough. I mean, I, I didn't get killed or anything. You didn't? No. No. Did you make it out? Yeah. All right, cool. It was well, just, I guess I was supposed to be looking at my surroundings more. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of like a life rule. I was more just like, I don't know. I, it was a right and it's not really my forte going right. And the rocks were just everywhere. And it was, I was just trying to get out. I forgot water and sunscreen. I went out already, so I just came back in when I saw like our friends. Uh huh. The uh, oh yeah, the rights is probably more likely where it's gonna happen because, um, like you know where we surf, a lot of the swell is coming from you know easterly, like southeast, whatever. So that kind of runs along our shoreline in a left way, you know. But yeah. th that makes the rights kind of go against the grain, steeper and shorter though but still like really fun. And I mean, if I find any little head dip or tube out there, at, you know, our mushy little wave, it's on a right usually. Um, that's cool though. That's cool. Keep searching for those. Keep hunting, <laughs> take off behind the peak and look at the lip day. while you're in, in the, in the tube. What, what day was this? This is Hurricane Chris. No, you Chris. were there. You were either like sitting next to Kevin or in the water. Um, no, it was a, like a year oh, ago. Oh, okay. Not recently. There was there was that that hurricane we just recently had that was actually pretty good. It was really fun. That was so fun. It was kind of, it was really good. <laughs> I really <laughs> liked that one. It was yeah. It felt like early in the season, so I almost like forgot it was a hurricane kind of. Yeah, but, me too. Um, it came. It became a hurricane kind of like overnight, right the day before the swell. Yeah, I was prepping for it because I had an art deadline, which is usually like I don't leave the house kind of thing, mm -hmm. but. There were swells, so I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. I got there really early with all my art stuff, and I was like painting halfway in the car, and I just kept going in and out. That's crazy. Like, I didn't know how to handle that. Yeah, that's. It's really stressful. Yeah, I totally understand. You can't leave that. the beach because obviously the spots. Right. So, my friends think I'm insane. The ones who don't surf. Right, like, right, right. Why are you up at like 6:50, like running around? Yeah. Surf. <laughs> that's that is the challenge of a surfer's life is because we don't really get to choose when we surf. You kind of have to just go surf when there's when there's waves, I mean, yeah. you do get to choose, of course, but you know what I mean, like, when there's good waves, there's, there's hardly a choice in a surfer's mind, it's like, you have to surf. Oh yeah, actually my brother-in-law, he surfs, I'm stoked, because my sister and I are so different, and she definitely doesn't surf, so I'm like, oh, it could be a hit or miss, like, who she marries and stuff, and mm -hmm. I want him to be like, I always wanted a brother, because she, like, again, like, didn't really do the water sports with me, so I'm so stoked. He, got, he just got stung by a stingray. Did he? Where? Yeah. Where? Um, they live in Manhattan Beach in L.A. Oh, oh, so they're on the West Coast. Yeah, they does, just moved. Does, has he ever been here to surf? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they lived in New York for like 10 years. Oh, all right. So he's been in Montauk a few times. He usually goes to Turtles. Cool. All right. <sighs> Shortboarder. Yeah, he's a shortboarder. That's good. Um, I am someone else in the family that like, surfs. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about, I know you, one of my, one of the, instructors surfers that I respect the most out in the lineup is John he's like by far 
one of the best surfers and also instructors or teachers. Tell me a little bit about what you guys work on or what what's his what are his big themes? What do you get the most out of? Because I know you guys work together a lot and he has some great insights. I've, I've learned a lot from him. Hmm, that's a hard question. <laughs> There's so much information. Yeah, it's so much. But do you have like, you know, there's there's resounding themes. There's kind of like trademarks of people's style, you know? So if you could try to like pick out or pull out of, you know, this is like all around. Like it's not just surfing. Like, um, like Corey's way starts off with a land lesson and everything. Well, obviously I don't do that anymore, but it's like mind, body, soul. And I think he puts all of that into it. Mm. Like, I mean, he's a writer and he'll talk about that later like, eventually. Um, but like he'll always stretch before he goes in and mm-hmm. it's so important. Like, uh, Kristen Brady was telling me the other day, like surfers have need to stretch their hips and a lot. You kind of forget that. Totally. Um, if people's like so good to stretch out, like I used to think John looked like a kook, like he's just <laughs> like doing all the weirdest stretches. Like he's like, do it. It's like no, I don't want to. <laughs> like these like hip swivel things, like you know. But uh, I mean, it's better than like tearing something in the water. Yeah, for sure. And that that's at the worst. And at the and even in the best case, being like not not being flexible. It's so much harder, to, especially in your hips. I think that's a kind of more, men have that issue more than any, more than any uh, men or women out of, out of men and women. Men definitely have that issue more um, with the hips, and I notice that the most in the stand up. If you're trying to do a really good controlled stand up and not just jump to your feet, mm-hmm. it's so hard to bring your foot under you and your feet under you if your hips are so tight. You yeah. Know? It, so hip flexibility and mobility. They just kind of like hurt, and I couldn't figure out why for so long. It was like it wasn't it was like stretched out. It sounds kind of dumb, but, like, it's not when you're, like, shot and, like, surfing as much as we do. We're, like, in the water all day long. But, um, yeah, like, stretching, I feel like breathing. Oh, breathing is, like, for sure. And I did a lot of research on that, especially with surfing, like, hurricanes. Well, the first hurricane, I didn't tell anyone. I was going out. I did, like, a ton of research because I knew you guys would kill me, so. Oh, this is more recent story then? Oh, the Cristobal. Oh, you, that? you paddled out at Hurricane Cristobal. Okay, I want to hear this story from you. That was that was it was the best day or yeah. not the best? No, it was. The best okay, day. so tell us about it because I want to hear this. I've heard this story, <laughs> but I want to hear it from you. Stickles can vouch. Um, okay, well, the last two weeks, you guys were all frothing about like, the swell coming up, and everyone's yeah, running around. That year, there was like multiple swells in a row, multiple yeah, hurricanes. True. It was Arthur, Bertha, and then this third one, Cristobal. Bertha had Bertha came. Later. No, Bertha right? was second. Cristobal was after that. It, you know, ABC. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good point. So, um, Chris, so, Cristobal, go ahead. Tell the story. Yeah, I, that was, what, like, a good, like, 12 to 15 feet? It depends on where you were. Yeah, it depends on who you are and how you call, but that doesn't matter. If It was big. It was big. It was bigger than I had ever surfed. But, um, so everyone's, like, running around on the beach going to spots and everything. And I was on the beach. Well, I was asking... Tom more questions because he wasn't gonna figure out that I was gonna go out. Yeah. I didn't think anyone was. Was that was, I was only surfing two and a half years? That's yeah. So they just of, assumed you weren't gonna paddle out. Well, I don't think it even crossed their mind. I didn't bring it up. I asked um, Tom, "What do you do for like when it starts to barrel or kind of thing? Or like, what do you do for big waves? Or like, what's your stance kind of thing?" Um, and he and I were just. I took a few lessons with him, and we were just like trimming like one foot waves and just like shooting in the line, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. A few days when the surf was really small. Um, so I was kind of like 
in my head, I was like practicing for like a bigger race, but like I didn't share this information with anyone. Mm -hmm. They were just like, you're not going out. I mean, that's annoying when you're like in it, in your head. But that day, I was like on the beach for four hours trying to figure out like how to get out mainly. And um, I saw Stinkles was around looking for iPhones and stuff, like from the tide. Oh, he was just <laughs> rummaging around yeah, the high was, tide. He was going for it. <laughs> um, and I saw, let's see, it was, uh, what's in Gabriel? He comes up, surf sometimes. And he was, he learned a lot about meditating in Buddhism. And he had just taught me how to meditate, like, um, like out of body kind of thing. And he was waxing up. I could tell how nervous he was. So I was like, oh, this is kind of freaking me out a little bit more. And he was like, he realized he couldn't make me not go in. But so he gave me some last minute tips on like breathing in case I got held down. Um, which I really appreciate it. Um, so I was like racking all this information and then I saw Big Wave Dave pedaling out on the other side of the jetty and he was just like standing there. And so I was, I was parallel to him, but, um, let's see, where was it? Like right between, I don't know, the middle we, where we pedal out, but kind of more to the jetty. And all of a sudden he just like went for it and I freaked out and like went for it too. I got out with dry hair 30 seconds, like easy, which was crazy because it was not. It's crazy. It's just like yeah, well, part of the piece. There's that channel there that really helps. Yeah, I kind of teared up when I got out because I was like shocked. <laughs> like people weren't people weren't getting out, so I was just like, and Stinkles was like, oh my god, like he just like freaked out. <laughs> so then, okay, so you made it out, great, cool. I, you were outside of the jetty, the lineup area. I waited two hours to get a wave, like on purpose. So you were out there for two hours, just kind of sitting. Um. No, I was watching everyone. There was a paramedic next to me who surfed. I'm thinking, okay, he has, knows how to breathe, right? And when he fell, I was counting how many seconds he was down for to see like, how screwed I was. And it was a good 30 seconds, which I didn't like. Um, no, 30 seconds. Felt like 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't know. We were all, everyone was watching him. He like, we didn't know if he was coming up. He was actually the one who was down the longest. And, really? And then he didn't come back. Most of them didn't come back. I mean, maybe it's just because it was kind of closeouts right over a ditch. So I met this guy, Quentin, around there, and he decided to go down towards Warhols, and so I did too. And um, like Chris Martin ended up being down there with uh, other friends, and it was really fun. But everyone was like talking, and then a wave would come and get like, so quiet, and then someone would take it. But so that's six in six hours. So you... Uh, six waves in. Did, did you, were you catching them out at the ditch where you paddled out or is that just No, it was, I decided it was all closeouts and I, like I said, like the guys were held down for kind of a while. Yeah, so it freaked you out. Yeah, I wasn't, it's like, Crazy. I couldn't tell the closeout from not a closeout. That mm -hmm. was the other thing. It was too early into surfing. Mm -hmm. So, but I could tell like what a sandwich looked like. Yeah. <laughs> So. so, but it ended up being a good day for you. Oh, so fun. I didn't, All right. Also so then, but then that's paddling. not the story I'm thinking about because I remember when you tried to go out and big surf and it was like kind of horrible. What, what song was it? It was a hurricane. Um, it was something, it was, I remember being like, Was that with John or no? I think you were with John. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, John was there and I didn't, I don't know if you two were together or you just paddled out and like didn't <laughs> listen to him when he told you not to come out. That's possible. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I remember going on Bertha, but Where'd on a soft top. Oh, really? Where'd you surf with on Bertha? Um, ditch and North Bar. Oh, oh, North Bar got crazy. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, North Bar was like firing. Um, but I didn't like the board I was riding. I took out the fins. I remember that, and then I like, surfed a ditch. Really? So yeah. So you surfed Hurricane finless? Oh no, single fin. Oh, I oh, had oh. Three. oh, I see. 
I did try finless in Perico when my fin literally broke off. So I got two ways, but so fishy, like couldn't, <laughs> it was hard to navigate. Right. And then, you know, it's something that kind of struck me because I've noticed this a lot with people. You're a regular footer, as many of my students are regular footers, and they have difficulty going right. I, I, and which is surprising to me because right's the easier way to go for a regular footer being that, you know, you're facing the wave so you really don't have to crane your neck or do anything hard to see the wave, which is essentially the biggest goal of a surfer is to see and read the wave so that you can ride mm. it the best. So what, I'd like to hear from you. Why do you feel that rights are harder than lefts? Well, I never learned how to surf going straight. I always had like a left turn. Mm -hmm. um, so I collided with one of Kevin's students the first day I met him. Um, like really collided. And I woke up and everyone's like screaming. I'm like, what? But yeah, Kevin's like, I'm so sorry. I thought she was going to go straight. I'm like, what? So I what, know. what did you go left into the student? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone hit. And that was the first day you met him? <laughs> yeah, it was like my first week surfing. <laughs> do, really you, do you even remember what happened? Or you just yeah, remember I chipped like my coming... tooth. You chipped your tooth? <laughs> yeah, like Kristen Brady was like, Kevin, what are you doing? No. He was like 20. <laughs> wow. So, okay. It was really so, funny. So this was back when you were surfing with Kristen. Yeah. Back in 2013. <laughs> and, uh, and you were learning how to go down the line right away. Yeah. Which, as you should. I mean, if you want to learn how to surf... This isn't this. I don't know. even think it was intentional though. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, some people kind of do have this instinct and realize that the power of the wave is moving down the line, not necessarily towards the beach. Well, it does move towards the beach, but gradually diminishing in energy as it gets there. Whereas down the line, you can kind of stay with the power. And yeah. some people, uh, it's surprising to me, but some people do tend to, to, to recognize that without even being told at first. Or I mean, maybe it's just because they've been watch. watching surfing. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, <laughs> they've been watching part of surfing, it. so that definitely helps. Anyway, so <laughs> you take off <laughs> so on a wave. Be. Was did Kristen push you? Probably. You yeah, I'm it? sure. Yeah, and they so you're so you week. have full takeoff speed on yeah. this wave yeah. as well, if you, yeah. we like shot out. That's why she was like pissed because like we both sent or she sent lessons and he did too. Right. But it was oh. like <laughs> and then cross. Oh jeez. Yeah, we were probably only like ten feet away too. So it was like really stupid. But I thought it was like so funny that she was like. Going in and like goofy, but yeah, yeah. Phil, um, like, watch where you're going. What other? How many times have you collided with somebody at ditch? Well, I'm perfect. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> how, okay, okay. Let me change my question. How many times have you deliberately collided with someone at ditch? Um, I hope zero. Well, they were all yeah, accidents, right? Yeah. Of course. Okay. All right, but just the way you said that. <laughs> Kidding. Okay, so how many I care times? Care about my board. <laughs> how many times have you had a? Collision? I mean, their fault or my fault? Uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, well. I don't. Uh, if you're really lucky, someone's colliding into you, you can just pick up their board and get them off of it. Mm -hmm. If you're going like, well, actually. If you're aware enough, yeah, you can kind of like grab. More on. than once, I've just like moved the soft top, or like it was one time it was coming over my head. I can't believe I stayed on the wave. It was like fully like tent over my head. I was just like pushed it off. I was like trying to get it off. Thank God I was on a soft top too. Mm -hmm. It was more stable, but I was pretty irritated, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it happens all the time to everybody out there. It's kind of a shit show uh, right. in that lineup. I was surfing with Tom once and a kid's board whacked me in the back of the head while I was on the wave and I kept going, but it was like the soft spot of your head. So like it didn't hurt, just someone hit me, but I didn't know what it was. And Tom, I heard him laughing really hard. He's like, I can't believe you stayed on. I was like, well, I didn't, it didn't like annihilate me. I was just like, someone smashed me in the back of the head. <laughs> it was like kind of annoying, but it didn't hurt at all. So that's Crazy. good. Maybe adrenaline took care of you on that one. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of kooks. 
so people crash into people all the time. Yeah, I know. I, I honestly, sometimes when I look at the lineup and I see what goes down, I can't believe that the ambulance is not coming in there, like, more often. I think we just don't talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I've... Do you, does it... No. It, I mean, well, I mean, everyone just kind of toughs it out. It's, like, part of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Part of it here. <laughs> it's pretty... Uh, I'd like to see that ha get a little cleaner. Early on, like, before I, like, new ditch, I broke my uh, shin um, for two weeks. I was in a cast. You guys didn't know because I had a surf lesson, and then I drove home. I was like, oh, that really hurts. And then I went to the hospital. I, I cracked it on the boulder, like trying to come up. Oh, and wait, it was just what, like trying I, to get out of the water? Uh, yeah, it was just, I got like washed ah. on a wave and I was like kicking up and I just cracked it. But it felt like a table leg. I didn't really, I mean, it was super bruised later, but I was in Chicago and I was on a cast and then I was going to come back to New York and surf again. So like when I got cast off, I just came back. No way. Yeah. So, so was it, it was just a fracture, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. It's like cracked mission. But still, that's crazy. You're definitely like pretty accident prone. I know, it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> even, even like the other day, like I have a huge bruise on my arm. Oh like, yeah, what? how did you get that? So stupid I, verbal altercation in the water. This guy just tried to highlight it past my head. And you can't do that unless you're the best at the water. Like, right, and so even he, then, it's a little bit nerve-wracking for everyone who's going over the wave. So you were, he, you were paddling what? Out? I guess he was trimming right, but it was a closeout anyway. So he tried to highlight it while you were paddling out. Yeah, but... Well, my head was like three feet to the top of the wave. Right, so like, he should have we had no time. dropped low and went around you no, behind. No, just straightened out. Or straightened out. Or go the other way. Like, it was a closeout anyway. So yeah, it was like yeah. a stupid wave to I mean, go for. Oh, oh, I see. If it was closing out anyway, he'd just kick out or, or straighten out. Anything whatever. else other than what he did. Like, I saw him coming. I was like, no. No. Uh, and his stance kind of sucked, so I didn't think he could so, navigate so Jules, that well enough. I'm going to give you some, some advice now. One of the reasons why good surfers never, not never, but rarely get into these kind of kooky situations <laughs> is because you have to kind of create the worst case scenario before it actually goes down. I covered my head. Okay, now take <laughs> it a step further. Knowing that you would need to cover your head if you continued on the trajectory you're on, what you should do is when you see this guy streaking across his wave and the wave's closing out, assume he's a big old kook and he doesn't know it's a closeout and he's gonna do that. And start changing your path, you know, start way early. I'm talking like, not when you see that he's actually doing it, but before he does this, you know, this high line, say to yourself, what is the worst thing that this guy could do right now with the position we're both in relative to each other? And then take action as if he's going to do it, and you'll be surprised how often you're right about it, you know? That's but true. I think that that is one of the, the secret keys is creating the worst case scenario in your head before it's actually going down. You know, when you're paddling out, especially when you're paddling out, because that's where you're vulnerable. You're on the inside. People who don't know how to surf, who do know how to surf, are riding waves in. And if they can't control their boards, even people who do not have surf lose control of their boards at times. If they're not able to control their boards, you're you're vulnerable. You're there. Yeah, you're on the inside. So take these. Take Usually, these I would paths. like turtle roll honestly, but he kind of he dropped down on it like right in front of me too. So mm -hmm. the whole thing was kind of yes. Messed up. Well, I mean, I know, I but know. That's, easier that is said really than good done, advice for sure. For sure, you need start... to be like calculated before you go in the water. Or you, like I could get, I could have died a thousand times if I didn't have any knowledge, you know? Because yeah. I'm so accident prone. Yeah, but like, yeah, you I mean, are the bruise prone. in my arm so was like massive, but you that's have to look not out my especially. head. <laughs> yeah, I know. At least it's like that could have been like my face because I covered my head. Right. That's like the most important thing. Actually, right. if you asked about John, like he definitely stressed that out. Yeah. Which is especially you, I'm sure. He, yeah. He's worried <laughs> about you. Accident prone. <laughs> yeah. Or even I would suggest like swim classes too. Like I panic every time my leash snaps because I'm not the best swimmer. Oh, so. yeah. That's something Evan 
you know, Evan's huge on that. He he's like such a, a believer in, in learning how to be on your equipment without your leash. Not that you should be doing that, but acting like you don't have a leash. Because yeah. if you trust in it all the time, when it does break, now it's like your only lifeline that you depended on is gone. Yeah. You know, so that's that's <laughs> it's hard to swim in big surf too. So <laughs> like I don't like it. Well I don't like swimming in general. So Yeah, really. But um yeah, well you know. You're gonna have to do it sometimes. <laughs> uh, my dad taught me how to tread. He realized that I was not the swimmer of the family, but like loved water. So he taught me how to uh, tread water. Like I can do that for about 15 minutes at least. How, did he, how did he teach you that? Like I'm curious. Just like what was his technique or style of teaching you? He drop you in the deep end and figure it out. It's uh, <laughs> pretty much it. And he'd be like, "That'll do it." <laughs> That's how we did everything. You're like, I learned how to ride a bike just on the mountain, like just trying to fall. Wow, just throw you right in the deep Well, he end. would run along with it, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But then eventually he's not looking back and then I'd fall because freak out, but... <laughs> you get momentum. Where uh, where else have you surfed? So it's not just around here. This is where oh, you kind see. of really, truly learned how to surf here in uh, New York, but... I was in... Only was in Mexico for four days. I think we went up to Extapo. And uh, he's a, a legendary longboard champion, Leon. Um, actually, there's a book called Coop, and he's in that. Um... He's like man of very few words, mm -hmm. but like you listen, I heard, like the guys in the back were talking, I couldn't hear him and I was like getting really stressed because I knew everything he said was going to be like gold. Mm -hmm. um, and that was really, really fun. I actually got, of course I got injured, right? <laughs> but, but like, it was actually this girl that stung by a stingray and like me and this other guy were helping her get out and both of us had surgery. Like he tore his meniscus on this one wave and my foot was lodged under a boulder. It was like a really dangerous like break. You had surgery because of that? Um, I, he had surgery. I I dislocated my toes, tore my tendon and broke my foot. Oh, Like God. all in one because it got crushed. That and, makes me cringe. Yeah, ah. it sucked. But I got a GoPro that year for Christmas for surfing. Okay, that and makes it, up for it somehow. Well, no, but <laughs> it was fine. And then I got my cast off and me and Kristen went surfing in January in like, uh, where was that? Where did you live? Long Beach. It was fun. Like, I mean, not the breaking part. That sucked. Yeah. That was actually a really painful injury. Sounds awful. It was what, bad. Uh, it was, so Mexico, Long Beach? It was just kind of entertaining, though, because, like, everyone on the trip was, like, mangled. It wasn't just me for once. <laughs> so, like, I was kind of stoked about that. Yeah, yeah, okay. At least I'm Like, everyone's kind of good humor complaining about things, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, we're like, how's your knee? And he'd, like, show me bruises. Like, oh, my God. Like, this way worse. Just comparing injuries. <laughs> yeah. What, um, where else? Um, let's see... Costa Rica, Costa Rica, yeah, friend Dave has a house there, and walking distance, it's like a really sick break. What did you think of that wave? That was my first time at Nusara. Oh, I um, loved it. Um, yeah, I guess in the morning, towards like, you know, bright, <laughs> I don't know where. Um, I don't know, it's always firing. Afternoon's kind of mushy, but still yeah, surfable. The wind, yeah, totally. Actually, I had some of my better sessions in the afternoons when it was like all onshore and no one was out because the wave has like the really great inside reform and it was like it would be big and mushy and kind of close out on the outside but if you just stuck with it and kind of threaded it through the inside you'd find I found a much better wave um, there you know coming in from the uh, from the outside it's a really long pedal out too I, yeah the first time I was like oh no <laughs> yeah. this is hard this is like two football fields yeah just <laughs> like not it's, ditch <laughs> so it's definitely I was surprised though because it's like kind of marketed as well marketed but like just word spreads around that it's a good spot for beginners to go and I guess 
I guess maybe like super super beginners who are just catching whitewaters and riding them straight to the beach. Yeah, it's good, but There's it's a really long beach, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really not great for beginners who are um, like starting to learn how to go down the line and stuff. Because it's pretty challenging that wave. I mean, I guess I'm sure there's better days than others, but it has a lot of big sections and it closes out kind of frequently. So it's not the easiest <laughs> wave to be a beginner on. Well, you know, your like, wave selection and reading has to be tops. It's got to be so good. That's true. Um, John had some clients out when we went this year and they were like learning how to surf. And then when he was done with them, he'd go out and find me wherever, like when it was bigger. But. Yeah, I mean, it was just like more straight surfing. Yeah. Down there, but I didn't linger too much around. I was scared of the crocs. <laughs> Someone said they saw one. That freaked me out. Crocodile? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and oh, they got out of the water on one side. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go that side. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's pretty scary. I'm almost, I don't know, I guess sharks and crocodiles both kind of freaked me out a little no. bit. Sharks are way better, I feel like. Yeah, well, at least you can get out of the water if you can get out of the water <laughs> yeah, in time. I, yeah, I think you're, well, for every scary story or fear or whatever, I always ask people, like, okay, well, how do you live? And people are like, why don't we just not talk about this? I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of accident prone and I'd, I'd rather know. So if, like, if there's a chance, I'll do my get out of there faster. What are, what are your biggest fears in surfing? Well, I didn't know Crocs were one of them until, until I got yeah. to Costa Rica. Yeah, me And we either, went over I a guess. bridge, and there was, like, literally like 10 or 15 swarming. We're like, ah. Really? Was not, my friend got on a video, and I just gave me a pant. I was like, don't ever show me that again. Yeah. It's so scary. Okay, like, From a wildlife perspective. Well, because Crocs, like, they don't just chew you. They bring you down somewhere when you're alive, and that scares right. the hell out of me. Yeah, that's, that's kind way, of... Sharks are just, like, assholes by accident, like, did the wrong thing, you know? Right, Unless they're, right. like, deranged. I mean, not that it feels any better, but yeah, it does but, No, seem I don't like... think so, but I could, I'd rather have, like, I don't know, missing a limb than, like, be missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. Crocs are kind of demonic. They're definitely f pretty Jurassic-looking and... Yeah, they don't care that they ate you by accident. They're just keep eating you. Yeah. Is what I'm gathering. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell, because, like, I understand, like, what you're referring to, like, how sharks don't actually mean to eat people, but they accidentally do. But Sometimes. it is also hard to tell. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's hard to tell. Maybe they don't care. Like, who knows what a shark thinks? Like, we definitely don't. So, yeah, all whatever. The, I mean, it's hard to measure. All the shark people tell us that it's an accident, but who knows? Yeah. Like, they might not care. I mean, hungry people are hungry. Well, not people. Do, uh, and so what are your other fears? Obviously not big waves. Um, <laughs> well. Or are you afraid of big waves and you're the kind of person who just, like, steps up to your fear and, like, tests yourself? I think... Actually, Erin said it was the best thing I've ever said. I told her recently, like, I think I'm starting to get, like, kind of a certain fear to bigger waves. And she's like, that's the healthiest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I like, thanks. But, no, but, because I've hurt my neck and my head so many times, like, I'm kind of at a dangerous level if I were to get nailed again. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I even more so got, like, mad at the guy cause for coming straight at my head. Because mm -hmm. I was like... Uh, don't put me in a situation that I get, like, actually scared. Yeah, you only have so many head injuries left that you can, uh... Yeah, yeah my doctor hates me. <laughs> really? Well, not hates me, but, yeah, no, I've been, like, yelled at last time I got, like, a concussion. Because, I mean, it's dangerous. Yeah, and, But I'm course. not trying to get hurt. Just... Right, well, you can't be so reckless, Jules. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not as bad as I used to be. All right, I'm a lot more careful. Yeah, you gotta you gotta measure these things and, and like, have an a, a plan for, for what's gonna go down and you know, respect your fears, you know, there is a healthy amount of challenging yourself, I think, you know, in your limits, 
Um, I mean, I was definitely scared in Christopher Wolf. Six waves in six hours is not a ton of surfing. And I no, waited no, two well, hours. But don't forget that <laughs> surfing doesn't just mean you're riding waves. Surfing is paddling out. Surfing is observing the ocean. I mean, oh, yeah. John, I'm sure, I know he has told you all this stuff. He's not the kind of person who just thinks that surfing is riding wave, but it's all the surfing Oh, yeah. Things. I mean, I was out there, like, fully focused on, like, everything I was yeah, doing. Yeah, so you were surfing for six hours, even though you only caught six waves. That's fine. I mean, that's kind but of... But I was so focused. I knew that, like, if I fell, it would, <laughs> we didn't have a bigger issue. And I did get one serious hold down. That was, like, the most defining hold down of my life. But, like... Funny? No, like, defining. Oh, defining? Like, I went through a lot what, underwater. How did, how did that happen? What, like, uh, what was the process? Quentin was pedaling back out on the inside, and he didn't see me going for it. Um, and I just fell, like, before I even had a chance, kind of. So I, just, I literally, like, he said I just saw, he saw me flying above him, and he, he dove down as far as he could. And then I got whipped up in it and dragged. Wow. Tombstones. So what happened? You were you were paddling into the wave and you got freaked out by him paddling out? Yeah, I was gonna about to like land on his head. And so I went to like stop, but like I couldn't and I just so flipped bailed. over. So you bailed and he bailed. I more like flew. Like <laughs> fell like hands. It wasn't I'm sure it was fuck kooky. Oh yeah. I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just cool. tried to like I was trying not to land on him, honestly. Yeah, well, at least at least you have that going for your story. <laughs> yeah, try. But, you know, like I say in the intro, we all kook it at some point. Um, Every day. There's a leash holding down my boards right now. A leash? Yeah. Okay, that's not the best method. I know. <laughs> not going far. Yeah, well, just be careful because leash has a little stretch. You don't want it to, like, your boards... You know when... Have you ever seen people driving, like, strap their boards down with bungee cords? Yeah. And then when they're driving on the highway, their boards are, like, lifting off of oh, the roof. I, I like, it. stretching the bungee cord to max, like, capacity. And just, like, it, the boards are, like, hovering above the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, I hold it down when I'm going on the highway. <laughs> oh, and my gosh. everyone's like, Jules, we saw you holding your boards down. I, like, I know. Uh, can, my strap you a, broke. can you get a real strap, please? Do you have an extra strap? I don't. <laughs> I only use one on mine. I So, on my, the way I strap my boards down is... Right up front, fins ahead, of course, wax down, of course, and the strap goes on the front, you know, for the front rack, right where the fins are, right behind the fins, so that if the boards were to start sliding back, the fins would get yeah, caught on that's the strap. What I have. Yeah, I know you do that part, but the bungee, I mean, not the bungee, the, the leash is a little too well, uh, stretchy. There's two, it's like the normal one, but that's still messed up because it, everything's a little bit more complicated for everything. I have going on in my life. <laughs> Trying to make it so more what, simple. So do you have leashes to surf with? Do you use those leashes? Um, I have another one because having a messed up leash that got stuck in the door is not what I want to be holding my foot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if it's nasty. So. At least you're not dual purposing these leashes, like holding down your boards and surfing with them because at some point, like Coach Evan always says, that leash is going to break. Don't trust your leash. Oh yeah, that's how I met Dave. My leash snapped twice in seven foot surf Oh. and he had an extra one. Oh, cool. <laughs> Dave Dave is, is uh, the guy that you stay with in, in Puerto, uh, Costa Rica, right? Yeah. Got it. So, good friend. Bells yeah, you he's up. a nice guy. I like him. We should get him on the cast. I'm sure he's got some good stories. <laughs> oh, gosh. we just, like, rip on me all the time. Woody? Oh, no, that's not what this is <laughs> about. Your brother. This is about coming on the show and being humble and talking about your kooky moments. Anybody can point out everyone else's kooky moments. No, I feel like he doesn't fall a lot. I don't see him... I look for opportunities where other people are cooking it, but 
but... Yeah, well, again, like I say in the intro, <laughs> us surfers love to spot a kook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the best. It is pretty funny. That's why I started this whole thing. But uh, I didn't want to, you know, it's not supposed to be condescending. It's actually supposed to be, like, fun and enjoyable. And, like, because we all do kook it. So you got to be humble and you got to talk about your kooky experiences. That's my only criteria for this, for being a guest on the show. Oh, yeah, of course. That's the funniest thing. Or even when you're done surfing, just watching other people surf. It's the best, especially at a ditch. Yeah, especially there. Like it's boards like, flying. Like, what a spectating sport it is when you're over there. Get the locals who are like yelling and screaming like, on every <laughs> wave. It's good. Oh, that's that's classic. It makes more fun. I'm trying to remember that gnarly story that you thought for the hurricane. Yeah, I I don't even remember exactly. You know, like because I, I I've you know I've seen you around for a long time and I've watched you surf and I, I'm always keeping track of everyone's kind of surfing in a. Not a formal way, but just, you know, an observational kind of like, oh, look at how they're getting better, and look at them. They have been the same for the last four years. Maybe it's because they're just trying to stand up and not do anything else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and you definitely so are one fun. of the ones who show, like, good progress. Thank you. I, like, I think the first thing you said to me about surfing was, uh, hold on to your board. <laughs> me? Yeah, so yeah. I'm sitting <laughs> because of something. Yeah, hold on to your board. I mean, so this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want to teach. Of course, I want people to ride waves and catch them. That's the reward. You know, that's the fun part. But there is so much responsibility that you have as a surfer when you go out into the ocean with a board, you know, yeah, especially I mean, among It's a weapon, surfers. too, if you don't use it properly. Totally. You um, know? Yeah, everyone seems to, their fallback is, like, they'll see you coming, and then they, like, hit the tail, and the board shoots off. Yeah. Like, all, even if they can surf, I'm seeing them coming, I'm like, well, how did they just fall like that? Like, you can surf, but, like, yeah, some it's people honestly, just... It's pet peeve. I guess for it me. did take like, me it, a while. It drives me crazy. Um, and uh, my my peeps hear it constantly from me. You know, holding their board, hold your board, like, hold your board. Learn how to get off the wave, but or I used to like jump off of it. Yeah, I hated oh that. Oh my god! I, I honestly it. think it was fun. It was like jumping off a pier yeah, <laughs> when but you're it's done. So irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta control your equipment. You know what's more fun is to kick out of a wave with speed and be paddling right back out from riding a wave, and to have no transition between riding a wave and paddling back out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just going from riding a wave to paddling back out to catching one. It's, it's, I mean, that's if probably it's, like if the it's most not, important. Totally. Totally. And it just. Other than covering your head. I think, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a pretty enough. big deal, too. That's, that's high up there, especially when you're not controlling your board. That, but actually, they might be more important because you have to cover your head while they're shooting the board out at it. Yeah. Yeah, well, but, and, or it could <laughs> or be your own board. It. Yeah. But that's why, that's like preliminary to that is hanging onto your board so you don't have to cover your head. Hang onto your board and you won't need to. Except in the case where someone else is shooting their board out. But then we also talked about that, where don't even let yourself be in a situation near someone of that, like, ability. Yeah. You know, like, start paddling away. If someone's going on a left, you know, and so go behind them. Start aiming to go behind where they're going to be. Imagine that they straighten out and come right at you, but you're already out of that way. You know, like, yeah. preemptive decision making and getting yourself out of uh, you know, bad positions is so key. It is. Or even, like, weaving around people. Like, lessons. There's lessons everywhere. And, like, just being able to do that. It's good practice. Helps. Yeah. And also, it's good having, like, instructors know that you can get away from it so they're not freaked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, alright, cool. Well, thanks, Jules, for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. If anyone out there wants to be on the Coopcast or you know a Coop that would be great on the show, send us an email, info at thesurfcontinuum.com.